Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Move with Love podcast. I am April Miranda, your host, healer, and guide. And I am so excited for today's episode because we have Adam Paul, a man whose life is a diverse symphony of love, creativity, and advocacy. As a conscious, loving husband and father of three beautiful children, his heart swells with pride and joy and is fueled by the energy of the laughter, love, and harmonious bond they share. Adam's musical talents are as diverse as they are captivating. He intentionally composes meditative masterpieces that transport listeners to realms of serenity and introspection. His compositions, woven with ethereal notes and soothing rhythms, create a sanctuary of tranquility where souls find solace and minds find peace. Beyond his melodic prowess, Adam is an independent healing member and a passionate advocate for sound and frequency healing, passionately learning and integrating the profound impacts of sonic vibrations and microcurrent frequency on holistic well-being. With his amplified soul resonating through his music and advocacy, Adam embarks on a profound journey to awaken hearts, inspire minds, and uplift spirits. Please welcome to the show, Adam Paul. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, Adam. Thank you for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for inviting me on. What is something that's lighting you up today? Uh, today I am lit up at the opportunity to join you and just have a candid discussion and share our common experiences and um, I think like my bio states just that opportunity to guide people any way that I can offer support uh, open hearts minds to the beauty of life and our shared experiences and kind of what ties us all together so I'm happy to be here yes thank you um, so to start, tell us a story of three turning points in your life that have contributed to who you are today. Certainly, and such a, I mean, such a profound question. Um, I think for me, first and foremost, um, my my greatest accomplishment is life in, in this life has been becoming a father. It's truly opened my eyes to the deeper meaning and beauty of my life experience. Um, I have a sensation that in my previous lives, I was not able to experience fatherhood. So in this time around, for whatever reason, I just feel that immense love and gratitude um, for becoming a father. My children are everything to me. Like. They are my lifeline. They are the sweetest souls. They are everything to me. They just surprise me every day with their love and light and their ability to share themselves with the world. And it's just been a blessing for me to experience them grow uh, as little humans uh, full of so much vibrant energy. So becoming a father, I think, Three times is a blessing. I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity. Um, but each pregnancy came with its own kind of challenges and pregnancy, or I would say with with our son Noah, even his first year of, you know, learning to become a parent for the first time. Uh, he 
he had an accident when he was one year old, uh, suffered third degree burns on the palms of his hands. Uh, that kind of brought us to Sick Kids Hospital. Um, you know, there were a lot of emotional, tense moments with his recovery and surgeries and procedures. And I think that really just strengthened our bond as a, as a father and son duo. Um, but just watching him kind of endure that in his first year of life was uh, something that really caused me to take a step back and just really appreciate health, wellness, um, family, support, and the uh, immense strength and perseverance of love um, really opened my eyes to things that were just bigger than me. And then with my second, uh, our daughter Layla, I remember we were getting ready to bring her home from the hospital and she had a, an event where she stopped breathing. So she ended up in, uh, in NICU for a few days, really intense. Again, just one of those moments as a parent where your heart's in your throat and you're kind of like grasping at uh, a way to understand what's going on and just kind of remain calm and persevere and trust that the universe has aligned everything in a certain way for you um so that experience definitely was life altering again just a moment to step back and really appreciate what's important in life right um quickly you forget about some of the mundane distractions and stresses and anxieties of life when you're in those moments where you're just trying to stay calm and fight for the life of your children, essentially. And then um, our third pregnancy with our daughter Mila, who's now two, was just full of kind of complications throughout pregnancy. They found different growths and spots on her kidneys and there were different um, kind of concerns with her development throughout the pregnancy that really cultivated this practice with my wife and I, especially my wife, God bless her, of just trusting the universe and trusting that everything was aligning for our highest good and everything was going to be okay. So it was quite a process of, you know, different phone calls with specialists and appointments. And this was during COVID, so I couldn't even necessarily join her in some of the in-person appointments. Mm -hmm. But it, was, it just felt like a lot of tests, challenges, opportunities to recognize that we just had to keep the faith and trust and love that everything was going to be okay and that our baby was going to be okay. And sure enough, uh, she delivered. She, she came into this world. She's a bright, beautiful wild spunky child um <laughs> who's perfectly healthy and we're just so thankful but i would say like that's definitely one experience of becoming a father in those three ways that really had a profound impact on my outlook on life and who i want to be as a person how i want to show up how i want to spend my time here with my loved ones and friends and family so the gift of life definitely is a prevalent theme 
being just grateful and thankful and blessed to, to share this experience. Um, I think another profound experience, I was uh, bedside with my grandmother when she passed away. Now my grandmother, she was the sweetest Irish woman and she lived with me my whole life. So I refer to her as more of like a second mom. Um, we were very, very close. Uh, I spent every day kind of with her. And when she passed, I was alone bedside with her at a nursing home. So, I mean, I, I kind of took that on in, in two ways. One, initially I felt like it was kind of like, uh, an immense heavy experience where I was, I was actually praying by her bedside for her to go because I had seen her deteriorate so much. And I was just, um, just praying for her to be comfortable and transition and feel that ease again and that sense of peace and literally in my hands, like I was holding her hand and she passed away. So that was such a profound experience for me. I felt like, you know, wow, did I actually manifest this in some kind of strange way, right? Like uh, I took a burden of responsibility a little bit at first. Um, and then as it, as kind of the grief progressed, I just tapped into that sense of appreciation and gratitude that she chose me to be there with her for that moment. Again, just that universal alignment of, you know, being blessed to share that experience with her and help guide her to the other side. Such a turning point for me in my adult life. And then, yeah, I think, um, Sorry, I'm still a little bit emotional about it, but I think definitely the passing of my father last year was a big, profound, life-changing experience for me. Um, he was my best friend and my my role model and my superhero dad. I, uh, I have three sisters. I'm the only boy, so I grew up in a household full of vibrant and bold women. Um, so my connection to my father was very special. We were very close. I felt um, honored to be his best friend. And when he passed, it really kind of shook me to my core. I felt uh, my life shift in many ways after his passing. So yeah, I'd say those were the three kind of real big pivotal moments in you know, the last decade or so that have shaped me into like this adult version that I am today. Wow, thank you for answering that question with such, oh, with such grace and all these stories about your children and they are little sunshines in human form, you know? So I, witnessing you as a father is one of the reasons why I wanted to invite you on to this podcast because the way you carry yourself you are this leader you are still playful you are so loving and it does it just comes out of your pores with your presence you know and hearing you speak of it 
um, whether our audience watches this YouTube or hears the podcast, like I know they will feel how grounded and centered you are. And that is an admirable, an admirable trait that um, I celebrate you for. Thank you so much for that. That means the world to me. Oh, yes. You're, you're killing it as a, a father. It's really beautiful to witness. Um, Thank you. What is, hmm, what has been your greatest challenge on your journey? Greatest challenge, I think, I mean, obviously grief lately has played a large role. It is, uh, I mean, I would compare it to like unsettled waters, right? It's just un predictable something that I've never really experienced at this level before it's very deep emotionally and in my experience it kind of can come on at any moment kind of inexplicably there's no rhyme or reason behind when or how or why it shows up it just kind of exists and for me, it's just been, it's kind of rocked my my world in the sense of like having that positive mindset, that positive energy all the time. Instead, it's just kind of made me take a step back and think like, um, just kind of dive into those deeper emotions a little bit. There's obviously that sadness and that resentment and um, you know, even anger creeps in at times where, you know, I'm angry at myself or angry at my father for some reason for, you know, not letting me help him more in some way on his journey or not sharing certain aspects of his battle and his challenge with me. So it's kind of like those contrasting emotions to the happy, joyful, playful side of myself that I hope to exude um, in my everyday life that's been difficult for me to navigate. So I've really had to kind of hone in on some personal practices. Meditation, I think, has been one of them. Um, music has been huge for me, just kind of turning to music both as a composer and as a listener. and. Yeah, just physical activity I find is really helpful to kind of get me out of that negative space. I've been running a lot, which has um, been extremely important for me in the past several months. But yeah, I think just that challenge of kind of dealing with the heaviness of grief has been present lately and not something that I'm used to navigating. So. And so you even mentioned the music, you mentioned your running, and you know, when you talked about Keely of how it helped you navigate the grief, like these are some of the practices that I, I guess, witness and even experience you. Like I remember sharing you sharing your, your composition and I was, oh, I was blown away with your talent. So you are this multifaceted, multi-talented vessel. You know what I mean? Like these, 
these um, energies are coming through you for you to share with us to soften the mind to allow the soul to feel free so um yes please elaborate on your practices um and i guess any advice that you would recommend for the you know the listener or viewer out there as they are moving through moving through grief sure um and thank you for that i mean you're such an amazing cheerleader <laughs> i feel your love and energy coming mm -hmm. through and i uh, i appreciate that very much so thank you for the kind words mm -hmm. um so music i've been um a musician since i was you know 10 years old i started playing guitar and bass and my best friend and i started a band and then in high school we were in a band we were in a pretty I mean, relatively successful, like a local rock band and played a bunch of the venues in downtown Toronto. So music has always been uh, a large facet of my life in terms of um, just an opportunity to kind of express that emotional expression that is hard to kind of put into words sometimes. Um, you find that opportunity in music, I think, to explain that emotion in a different way and express that feeling in a much different way um so music has always been a large part of my life uh, throughout the pandemic i really turned to uh, the practice of meditation my wife kind of really inspired that shift in our home where you know we started doing guided meditation challenges and i think that's definitely one of the um, unique areas where we've connected as well as a family and individually mm -hmm. is that opportunity where we've joined that uh, meditation circles and challenges and different things. Um, so that's definitely something that I had implemented. Um, but throughout that journey, I really tapped into the musical side of the guided meditations as I was experiencing them as a listener. And I just found like such a profound um, response to some of the music that I was listening to while we were meditating just kind of put you in that intro introspective trance-like comfortable relaxed state um, you know your body even responds in a certain way where just your nervous system kind of regulates and you feel the weight of the some of the stresses leave your body and you just kind of ground into the music and I was just really enamored by that and started composing my own uh, meditation music. So that really took off over the last couple of years. I've already composed like, I think close to 35 different songs. Yeah. Um, I know you and I have talked about it, but I'm getting close to the point where I'm, it's time for me to share. Yes. It's time for me to find an avenue to share. And, um, that's yeah, like just three allow albums. them to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the process for me, even curating and composing is almost like a meditative state for me where I'm just really intentional and tapped into the music and the intention behind it. Um, so I will be finding a, an opportunity to get that on as, an, as a, perhaps like an account on Spotify. So stay tuned for that. Yes. because I think I would love to share that, like you said, share that with the world. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I think throughout, uh, I guess, 
you know, last year was a very difficult year for myself and, and my family. Um, so in July, my wife lost one of her grandfathers. Then in August, my father passed. And then in November, her other grandfather passed away. So it was like, you know, three or four months of just a highly sensitive, emotional time. Um, I took a leave from work. I felt just like my corporate job at the time was, and my responsibilities there were just, you know, too much for me to handle effectively at the time. So to honor myself and also honor my team that I was uh, responsible for at work, I just felt the need to take a pause, step away, focus on my personal recovery, my, my mental health, my emotional health, and focus on my family and supporting one another through it. And admittedly, I found, uh, I found myself in some dark places. Just, as I mentioned, my father was my best friend and just kind of revisiting that grief for so long, um, watching my mother endure her loss and um, I grew up so close with my sisters and you know there's four of us we're six years apart so we kind of all had the same friends growing up we were really really close so losing him just really kind of shook all of us in a way that you know these were people in my support circle that I was so used to leaning on for emotional support but we were all kind of experiencing it together and in our own ways and it was a very difficult time I think to support one another through it when we were carrying our own sadness and grief and depression for sure for me I found you know I was very depressed I was lacking the motivation and that positive energy to do things and um I felt those shifts in my lifestyle very much. And then I think I just hit that point in my recovery and on my journey where I wanted something different for myself. I wanted to arrive at that place of acceptance and I didn't want to hang on to the sadness anymore. I wanted to find that joy and happiness and remember the beautiful memories and um, you know, just immerse myself in that loving feeling again of gratitude and appreciation and feeling blessed for all the beautiful things in my life. So I really started changing some of my daily habits, like exercise was one of them. Um, I started running frequently, just doing some more things to get my body moving. And then in in January of this year, I kind of got introduced to Healy, which is a beautiful bioenergetic device, um, a microcurrent frequency device that has so many applications and programs available for your holistic health and well being. And my sister in law was gracious enough to let me borrow one of her devices, and my wife and I integrated it into our lives in January. And we just noticed significant shifts in terms of 
emotional well-being, mental clarity. Uh, for me, I felt shifts in my stress levels and my anxiety and um, even my physical energy I felt was up and it boosted my confidence and my energy and, you know, just the spectrum of areas that this device was able to kind of tap into and offer support for me. I was blown away. So we're at the point where my wife and I are now like fighting over, <laughs> fighting over our time to to use the device and integrate programs for different things. Um, so it really opened my eyes to that science part of holistic healing um, and like that unconventional side of healing where maybe people are not accustomed to or knowledgeable about the effects and impacts of frequency and sound and what those vibrations can do to your body at a cellular level and um, so I just went down that rabbit hole I'm so, I was so interested in the science behind it and then it also aligned because it is a network marketing business model um, and it is such a intentional soul-led community of people that have started to onboard uh, into this company and kind of share it around the world. Keely is in over 50 countries. Um, you know, practitioners are using it in their daily practices with patients. Frequency healing is really, I think, kind of trying to pick up in the holistic community. So, um, you know, that aligned with me as well, because then January, actually, my job let me, I was let go from my job. So my company kind of brought me back from my leave after my father passed away and said they had done some restructuring and my position no longer existed at work after 10 years. Um, so that was a that was a shakeup for me as well, but also it kind of aligned perfectly with Healy, where it was this opportunity with this network, um, this network business model to kind of try something new, something more flexible, something that I was really aligned with and lit up by. And yeah, it's just been a great learning experience thus far. And it's one of those opportunities that doesn't feel like work, right? Like you're just, people talk about doing something, finding something that you love doing, and then it doesn't feel like work. That's definitely what this feels like for me. It's like a passion, purposeful project that I'm really aligned with, so. Wow. Yes, and it was, it was your story, you know? It was your story with what you dealt with as a family last year and what you experienced this year with your job. And I'm like, okay, if Adam can get through that, <laughs> I can get through this postpartum, <laughs> you know? And I I too was experiencing the postpartum depression. So hearing, hearing and feeling your energy on the other end, it gave me hope. It gave me like, okay, there is a holistic way to move through it, you know? And so I started getting curious about you and I was texting you so many questions. So thank you for sharing this Healy frequency device with my family because it is truly a gift, you know, and inviting you on this podcast to share your story with me again, but also, you know, whoever hears this, the audience, the community, that um, 
you that there is a community there's support there's medicine holistic medicine whether it's your music whether it's running whether it's frequency like it's around us to help ourselves help each other help the community help the world and so it really was on on par on point with the move with love podcast so adam what does move with love mean to you thank you again for that and i would say i appreciate you as well um you know accepting me into your home and sharing these experiences with you um and you being open i think that's just an important part of it as well you were searching for things you were open and ready and inviting things in for yourself as well and um kudos to you for that as well because that is a big part of moving through stuck energy and depression and um, you know, difficult times is just that awareness to seek out new things or opportunities that are available to you to shift, to, to, to provide that shift, that transition when you're ready to, to make that change. So that's a powerful step and accomplishment for yourself as well. Thank you. M- move with love, I think, for me, uh, the first thing that I kind of think of in terms of expressing it would be to um, just carry love with you where you go, right? Lead with that impression of yourself, that gift, that offering of your highest self, that loving self. You bring it with you where you go and you share it. Share it with others because it is important. And to me, I believe that is what this experience here is all about in this physical world is sharing those moments of love um, with one another it's so uplifting talk about medicine like that's the best medicine that i've ever experienced is just that gift of shared love Um, and that's why i'm just like so profoundly blown away by my children at at times because they give love so graciously and um, you know, so naturally for them, it's just so sweet and endearing to receive. And it's a reminder to live your life that way, I think. So when you say, what does move with love mean to me? I think that's what stands out. It's carrying that expression of love with you wherever you go mm-hmm. and impacting on people moments of impact with people where you share that love and excitement for life with one another beautifully said and where would you where can our listeners or viewers find you they want to get some music if they want to get some tips on running if they want to get more information about frequency healing where can our audience find you Sure. I I think we talked about, you'll probably put my uh, Instagram handle up, but you can yeah. find me on Instagram. Um, my personal account, you can DM me there if you're interested in uh, me sharing some of my meditation music with you there. I also share a lot of my uh, running challenges and accomplishments there. It's been, um, you know, just a refreshing experience for me the past couple of months where I've committed to some 
uh, some goals in that avenue. But I also started um, recently a new Instagram account. It's titled Tuesdays with Teddy. So Teddy was my father's uh, nickname with all of his friends in high school that just kind of stuck with him throughout his life. Um, so my father would always joke like Anthony was the serious side and when Teddy came out it was like time to party and time to have a good time. Um, so I, I've used, I've created a space there on Instagram uh, I've titled it Tuesdays with Teddy and I'm and hopefully you'll share the link as well to that where I've dedicated a day each week on Tuesdays to just sit and connect with my father and share what's on my heart and share what's on my mind with him whether it be um, you know memories of him or stories or lessons that he taught me um, or feelings that I'm kind of moving through even right now that I wish I could sit with him in the physical realm and express with him. So I, my, my grief journey with the loss of my father has brought me to this place where I tr I'm trying to stay really connected with him and the energy of communicating with him and keeping him on my heart and in my mind. So... Um, I've started that Instagram account for that purpose of sharing my experience, keeping the love and energy between him and I active and current. And also I'm hoping to build community there with people that have had shared experiences and are going through grief or depression and offer that support and that understanding and maybe uh, an opportunity for people to kind of connect with some of my posts and feel that sense of understanding or um, just feel heard and seen and understood and that people are going through similar experiences and you're not alone. So you can find me there as well. And yeah, I'm excited to build to build that community as well. Oh, and those posts are so poetic and yeah, it's um and it's so beautifully crafted in these nice graphics. So I do invite the audience out there to follow Tuesdays with Teddy. Oh, thank you so much for spending time sharing this space with me, Adam. It has been it's truly been an honor to cross paths with you in this lifetime <laughs> the feeling is mutual thank you very much um, i appreciate it okay. so sweet of you to have me thank you uh, of course of course so until next time let's live the lifestyle let's adapt the mindset let's share the message let's move with love together Hey, Soul Family, can you do me a favor? If you found value in the content in today's episode, please share it with your community, subscribe, or leave a review. Those little action steps mean the world to me. Not only are you sharing the message, you are planting karmic seeds that will pay you back tenfold. I see you and celebrate you continuously showing up and moving with love.